glass half full, the revival. Oh, y'all know what this is. Peace and blessings. It is your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes, and welcome to New York Revival, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment. And I'm here with my brothers, man. You guys know who this is. And as soon as he comes in, man, that's Mr. Glass Half Full of Nets. Where the hell is Spee? <laughs> where the fuck is Spiro here, all right? Yeah, man, that's nasty, that's nasty, man. I'm here with my brother, Hefe, a.k.a. White Jersey, a.k.a. Blue Jersey, a.k.a. Damon Daniel. And shout out to you. Yes, you, the revivalist in the chat. Hit that thumbs up, share, and subscribe. And we do appreciate you, man. We got a whole lineup, man. Of course, and you know, until Speed gets back, we're just going to go around the room, me and Hefe, man. Let's just get right into it, brother, because, you know, we're on a little bit of a time restraint. Let's go around the NFL, man. How was the weekend, man? What game really bought you to, you know, to, to, I don't even fucking know what I'm saying, because where's free? It was a weird NFL weekend because you, just, you had the vibe because there's some big upsets, big upsets around the league, and then there's just a weird feeling that the Giants-Bills game wasn't going to be exactly what you thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? I agree. I it agree. Was, it was almost it was weird because they have nothing to do with each other, but it's because of how weird some of the other games were in the league that you're like, wait, I think the Giants might do something stupid here. And they almost did. Uh, but if there's a game for me that was like, damn, how the fuck? It would it would be Cleveland taking down San Fran. And like I don't care. Crazy. I don't care what injuries San Fran had because this is Cleveland. And Deshaun Watson wasn't even playing. You're talking about Cleveland's backup quarterback. Um, and they their defense is nasty, though. And I think they're going to start to get talked about more and more. Because even with a couple injuries, you know, like San Fran, if they had injuries against us, you feel like they'd probably still have their way. You know, but Cleveland, Cleveland, yeah. Just, yeah. Cleveland just doesn't back down. And they got some some dogs over there. So, And let me get your opinion on this because, you know, you like said you got Watson that's out with injury. You think there's some quarterback controversy there? Because they were kind of on the air. He's <laughs> out. They freaking <laughs> be a hard team like San Fran, man. What do you think? Not with the billion dollars they guaranteed that they gave to <laughs> Sean Watson. So. Uh, I agree. He's going to have to play it out. He's going to have to play it out. If not for that, maybe. But why don't we tease who's coming on later? Because we'll talk about some other NFL games real quick. And of course, man. We're going to get into the Giants, but we have some super special guests today. Guys, we have Justin Pennick. We have Bobby Skinner dropping by, man. Talking Giants is in the building here today, guys. So hit that thumbs up, man. Hit that thumbs up. And of course, man, we got the beard from Authentic and the Beard to preview some Washington games as well. So, guys, it's going to be a great one, man. Shout out to Authentic and the Beard for checking in, man. Uh, great show, great production behind that. So, of course, we got to have the beard on, man. It's a Washington guy. Of course. Why not? Give us a little preview of background. He was the first guy we thought of. Right? We want to, to talk about Washington, what to expect from that game. But while you see their, their name there, go subscribe to their channel. Go check them out. Uh, they do a couple shows a week. Uh, good dudes. Good program. And uh, they do some good shit. You're right. The production is good over there. I think we're due for another authentic, um, you know, one of his solo videos. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. It's, it's due. It's overdue. It's overdue. We're due, We're due for it. Was there what, what game this weekend got you? 
Was there any game that stood no, out? No, I didn't watch much, but when I did sit down and watch one, I saw the Monday night game, Dallas versus uh, Chargers. Any Dallas, any NFC East game, I'm there, I'm plugged into it. But there was some weird stuff happening with, with, with Herbert, man. Like, I, he was throwing the ball. He just looked a little skittish out there. I don't know if anybody noticed, man. He just didn't look himself. I don't know there's what some, it was, man. There's something, I weird, I, there's something weird with him. Because yeah. he's, he's beyond talented. And he's actually got more. Every time I see him, like, be athletic, I'm always surprised. And I should just accept uh, that he's just an athletic dude. But every time, he, he, gets, he's got, he always has a little more wiggle than I think he's got. And he's, like, pretty shifty and he gets out of trouble and shit but he's got opportunities every week to go win the game i totally agree and you know and he just couldn't do it it's me shout out to me but he just couldn't do it man you get what i'm saying like i just feel yeah you got to do all that you got it you got to you got to do them right here speed you get what I'm saying? No, you're cooking you're cooking you know what I mean? but i just felt like he, like he was just weird man i know that the offensive line is a little suspect you know what I mean? But at the same time in token, you expect a quarterback like that to be on point, especially against Dallas. You know what I mean? Because Dallas wasn't like having their way with them. You know what I mean? It's just he was just off target like the entire game. I, I was just like, man, this is uncharacteristic of him. You know what I mean? I just thought Herbert, like, come on. Like, you got to catch it, bro. You got you get, you got the money. Whatever. Go go be that guy you're supposed to be. Like you said, he's athletic. You can move a little bit. Just didn't show any of that. It was just like, eh. Then he, had, he just let Dallas off the hook. Like, how dare you? I think that's what pissed me off is that Dallas how won. How dare you? you know yeah. how and maybe, dare maybe Dash is right. Maybe this is just who Herbert is. He yeah, is regular. Because, you know what? I don't know if he's regular. Let me not yeah, say he's regular. I want to say regular. I'm, maybe, maybe he just had a bad game or this could be one of his seasons. You know what I mean? But the kick of play is just I, – I don't, I don't think, again, Dallas didn't have his number. It's just – he played like crap. He just looked ordinary out there. I'll say I, this: I don't know what's in his head, though? Dallas pass rush is nice. I think they're generating the most pressures in the league, and he yeah. was under a lot of pressure, but he handled it well. He was moving in the pocket. Yeah. It's not like he was a statue getting sacked. He was on the move a lot, but there's just something about him. And for a minute, he was the highest paid quarterback in the league, right? And that's how it goes. Next guy gets paid. I'm like, the highest paid quarterback in the league has not won a playoff game. And that's just that was yeah. just a hard thing for me to grasp. I think he's got one appearance and he's zero for one. Yeah. So that's just a yeah. weird thing to. But I mean, it's you can't not pay him. Like if you think you have a guy, and there's reason to believe that he is that guy. So like you don't know is it coaching? Is it that their defense is never really like crazy good? Like because he's got weapons. You, you got one of the yeah. best pass catching running backs in the league. You got studs at yeah. wide receiver. So what is it? What is it? Oh, I, I, and, and it's crazy. It factor, man. I feel like it's, there's that it factor that he just something's missing. That you can't quite put your finger on, right? He, like there's something. I agree. That, I agree. I agree with it, you on that. I just can't place it. I don't know what it is. He's got, he's got a lot of fourth quarter interceptions. I was it was battling yeah. today, like a lot of like late. You know, it, there someone posted a stat because I was like, he's not missing that it factor. And then someone posted a stat. Well, he's got like the most, the, th the third most fourth quarter comebacks in the league is since two, 2020 but he, he's in so many f close games yeah. that like like you're technically coming back from like three points down or seven like they're they're so close in the fourth quarter every game that his ch the number of of chances he has to get fourth quarter comebacks are, are a lot you know what i'm saying but he also has oh. the most picks for the fourth quarter so really are we yeah. placing herbert too high too quickly like that's 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 what i was thinking i was like man are we placing him too high too quickly you know what I mean? That's what I got from that game. I'm just like, 
He, he is, but it's just yeah. like you said, he's just missing that it factor. But before mm-hmm. we continue, speed, what was your what was your your, your game uh, of this weekend, man? That you oh, looked at. Listen, we are again, we are New York Revive, revival. So revival. We have, where revival. Where are we? Where are we from? Where are we from? Where are we from? That pinky down. Revival. Revival. We are the revival. So it 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 is. We can't go a show without talking about the New York Jets. We can't oh, what a game. Talk yeah, about we it. have to talk about the New York Jets talk about beating our, the Philadelphia Eagles, which, mind you, the Philadelphia Eagles look very, very regular. And I don't know if it's because they lost Lane Johnson. I don't know if it's because they went up against a good defense. By the way, that Jets defense, they were missing their top two corners. Sauce Gardner mm-hmm. was out. Yeah, like so. So, is like, he out they were missing... for a bit, or is he? Uh, no, I think he. Well, he had a concussion, I believe. So he, it, 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 he'll okay. probably be back next week. Um, you know, so it's not the end of the world. But monster victory for the Jets. They're back to three and three. Um, you know, Zach Wilson's just doing enough. That's what they ask. Don't ruin the game, and he's not ruining the game, right? The defense will win you games if you just don't fuck it up. They run the ball well. Brees Hall's a beast, and, yeah. and they got Garrett Wilson, who's a beast. Got a little nicked up on the damn fucking MetLife turf, just like everybody else. Um, he got pissed off about that. Hopefully he's okay because he's a huge cog. Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, it's all you need. He's on got offense. a huge. He's got a huge what? I was like, did I say that right? Is this insider information? What do we have, Johnny? Right? What the hell? May or may not have a huge hog. I said he's a huge hog. 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 Oh, I just just a pause moment somewhere. I don't know. Listen, we are we we are going up against the Jets next week, so we are going to start talking about the Jets a little bit more. They keep winning. We got to keep talking about them, right? So that well, there are... Without Aaron Rodgers, they have accomplished their mission. Three and three is pretty much what You're they right set there. out to do at this You're point. You're right there. Defense is carrying them. They almost had the Chiefs. They had them down. They just didn't they, finish them. I mean... Yeah, I mean, listen, they got they got the... I think they have a bye this week, and then they have the Giants next week. So they could be looking at four and three, and then you have the Chargers after that, Raiders after that. So the, the Jets could do something. Okay, then you see... And then you see Rodgers throwing some passes. Oh, the boots off already. No crutches. I did find I'm it funny. I mean, it's weird. an Achilles injury, and they were like, "Aaron Rodgers is throwing. He's throwing like this is like this is like man. What, Come it on, does, what it does is it dangles the carrot a little in front of them. It's like, listen, you guys just get us. Try just keep getting us to this this point, this point, this point. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is close. Maybe you'd make them believe that he is closer." And it gets the team thinking again. So As, you know, I agree. It, w- it wouldn't be a show. It just wouldn't oh. be a show. The weekly, press. the weekly. Press. I love it. <laughs> the weekly we precious. That's what we're gonna call we it. The weekly precious. Thank we you so her. much. Sir. We appreciate. It. We better. love you. Let me know if you got your shirt too. Let me know. Let me know. Um, yeah. but guys, what I want to do? Yeah, right. She damn sure did. Ten times over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so Thank much. You um. Really quick, guys, I just want to get into something, of course, before our guest comes in, guys. But we have a nice segment called Hefe. You want to drop that real quick, brother? Oh, you guys are ready for this? Oh, All we're right. ready for it. All right. It's called Fuck You. You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> and what that is, guys, we basically break down the good and bad of this week's Giants game of, hey, fuck you. But, hey, that guy could be cool. So we're going to do a little pro and con here. And I'm going to start with El Jefe, man. Who's your fuck you of the week? And who's the your cool of the week? 
I'll feel the Giants uh, land, I guess. All right. You know I'm a big fan of this guy, okay? Mm. But I'm just going to give him a little bit of a fuck you right here. Just a a little bit of a fuck you. Long term, still a believer. But fuck you, Dabes, for for something. Uh, okay? okay? Fuck you, Dabes. Okay. Just hear me out, Dabes. Okay? okay. I, don't want, I don't want him flipping out on me. I've seen... Yeah, I've seen he listens work. to the show. He's he listens to the work. And obviously, he listens to the show. Yes, yes. But Tyrod yes, Taylor has been just <laughs> murdered for what happened at the end of the first half. Mm, and mm. one of our guests that's coming on, Justin Pennick, uh, broke this down, right? Dabes let 30 seconds just run off the clock. Like on that uh, last track towards the yeah. end, we were down to the 30 with like a minute and a half left or something like that. And he just didn't call a timeout and let 30 seconds go. So it's a whole different scenario. And that was horrendous clock management. I said clock management, Spiro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, get to the, or, Don't get too excited, Spiro. Yeah. Don't get too excited. Uh, yeah, little, so, and then James, <laughs> as you saw, ripped Tyrod a new one uh, on the sideline. So yeah. I'm giving a little fuck you to Dave's for the clock management. And then for just ripping Tyrod, who was playing pretty good, right? Like mm, not a perfect game, but that 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 looked like a huge mistake on Tyrod, and it was it was a blunder. But, it, but was. it was it was kind of was. this move that put him in that. He could have been he could have been helped along a little bit to be put in a better spot. And also just okay. say I don't and, and I know that everybody's been saying this. It's like every play has a check to it. Just say there is no check on this play. Like just tell him that. I, I know you don't have to say it, should, but just right. say it anyway, right? <laughs> right, right. I don't know. It could help you. I agree. Right. But I'll say you're cool. I will say, hey, Wink, you're cool because oh. people people were talking a lot about Wink uh, and how the defense is underperforming. Um, and there's just they just had a stank to them in this game, and they were flying all over the place. Yes. My favorite part is the way they fought for each other. Literally mm. fought for each other. Yep. Thibodeau's yep. on the ground kicking heels up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else he can do. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and they yeah. get away, but he actually like uplifted a guy and, and yeah. just, like, kind of off camera. But then you got your big dogs, your fucking leaders who are supposed to be your leaders, mm-hmm. your highest paid dudes, Leonard Williams and Sexy Dexy throwing bodies. Leonard Williams had a dude on the ground and was like, I'm gonna, I better not. He was almost, yeah, yeah, yeah man. I love it. That's dude. the defense I want to see. I love it. That's, I love what, that's what I'm talking about. So I love that the defense totally, that was like a nice rebound game against a really, really good Buffalo offense in Buffalo. Mm. The defense like gave some hope there. So Wink, you're cool. Totally agree, man. And I, I'm going to start with mine if you don't mind, Speed. But my F you are the weak man is the refs that missed that P.I. call on Darren Waller in the end zone, you son of a bitches. Listen, can y'all just get it right for just one season, get it right. The whole game, you guys were calling some bullshit calls, man. Can you just get it right and not put your freaking odds in Vegas for once? Come on. We could have won that fucking game, but that's conspiracy theory. Eli's saying that. Of course they have a hand in Vegas. Of course they're betting on the game. Why not? Maybe it's a script. Who knows, right? But I'm telling you, just, just get it right, man. We could have had this game won. Tyron could have been like the, the talk of the town for a little bit longer, even though he played a good game. I'm only saying nothing about Daniel Jones. People relax here. I'm just saying Tyron could have won us a game. Like how, like how Colt McCoy did it. You get what I'm saying? Like, could have had a victory against a good team. But anywho, wait, can, wait, can I cool. stand on yours? Can oh, I please do. That? Please. The, the Leonard Williams phantom holding, which yeah. I don't know where that came from. I watched the replay 10 times. I still can't find where, where the holding was. Um, no the one legal knew. Man, <laughs> the, the legal man downfield on, on yep. Evan Neal, and it was a 43-yard pass to Hyatt, and it just was a beautiful play. To take that away for such 
such a mind. I, I don't even know if he was technically the the, the, the commentator said he was said he wasn't uh, past the line. I don't know. It's bullshit. There was so many bad calls. Um, but I just keep going, man. But I want to expand on your point. You're you're 100 right. After refs. Totally cool. And and you know what? And I'm going to do the you're cool to Bobby Okereke. 11 tackles, nine, I think eight solo, one forced fumble. I think he did like a little tip interception too, I believe, somewhere. The guy played lights out that game, man. Bobby Okereke, again, we was a guy that we was like, man, what did we sign? You know, we was yeah. like, man, maybe we have buyer's remorse, right? That's but he good. actually showed up. This was the week he actually showed up. And actually, man, we was like, wow, we got our money's worth. You know what I mean? There's a guy that's getting acclimated to this wink system. And you can see what he's used for. He's finally getting a little hang of the verbiage or et cetera that they have there. So Bobby Akarake, you're cool this week. Can I give a little honorary before I pass it to speed? But I just want to yeah. give a little honorary, a little teensy, teensy, you're cool with Evan Neal. Oh, Evan Neal. I'm shocked a little sprink. And we're going to talk about a little more when Bobby and Justin comes on. But Evan Neal, man, wow, you got a little bit of a cool, little cool, little cool, little cool. Like, you get a little dap. You get what I'm saying? Like, I see you in the hallway. You get a little dap in high school back in the day. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got a little dap. You didn't blow the game. You did what you had to do. And, man, I got to give you credit when credit's due. You got a little dap there today. But let's see next week. Key word for this team is consistency, right? So let's see that consistent me consistency. Mm. But shout out to Evan Neal too. Speed, what you got? Yeah, my uh, fuck you, which is you know, I, it was hard to, to find something because I I generally think a lot of people played good, so we were trying to scrape for people to find. But like Cam Brown is supposed to be the special teams ace, and I feel like every every time we, we have a game, he's got at least two penalties. It's like it, it's a it's a thing now. Like Cam Brown holding. Cam Brown, this Cam Brown, that. I'm like, dude, you are supposed to be what you're supposed to be our, our special teams ace right now, and you're, you're hanging consistently, on by <laughs> you're consistently putting, putting us back like another yeah, five, ten yards. Yeah. There. But like, come on, Cam yeah. Brown, I need you to do better. Clean it up there, Thomas McGee. Get him, get him situated, or else you know, get somebody else to do what he's doing because like you can't be having that on special teams. So I had to dig for that one. But um, my my, you're cool. Who's cool? Who's cool? Tay Banks, bro. Tay Banks oh, is the coolest. Oh, He's the fucking coolest, man. He is just Killing. shutting everybody down. He the recent victim is is um uh Stefan Diggs, man. Stephon Diggs shut him down under 50% completion percentage on a season, four and a half yards per target. He's he's not getting beat, he's not getting fooled, he's making up for any mistakes that he has. And and there's a there's a video by Falato, uh Nick Falato today. He, even in zone, he's passing off people. His eyes are where they need to be. Shout out Tate Banks. Keep doing you, man. I love you, man. He's doing really good. We got our shutdown quarter right now. Looks like we got it. We got our CB one. That, that's looking like a very, very good looking first like round pick right there. But anyway, I totally guys, agree. But guys, listen. Without further ado, guys, we got to get to a couple guests here, guys. We want to keep sliding along, but guys, just in case you've been living under a rock, man, these guys are called Talking Giants versus the World. We got Justin Pennick, Bobby Skinner in the house. Let's bring them on in. Round of applause, Talking Giants. Round of applause. Round of applause. Yes. Round of applause. Yes. Shout out to the brothers, guys. Let me just make this clear. These guys are our brothers here, man. Great, great friends of ours. So when we call. These guys always answer, so I do appreciate y'all. Justin, Bobby, what's going on, brothers? How you been? Oh, oh, oh yeah, what's going yeah, on? Oh, there you go. There there. <laughs> like every time I'm on the show, you 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 end up ditching it. So I'm glad you're on this yeah. time. <laughs> and when you were when you were on the when you did you cool, I thought, Bobby O'Karake being on the team is messing with me. 
because I thought like, oh, this is his way of introducing me. Like I'm the on the your cool. And I did a I did a Bobby O'Carrick post cool. and it was like great stuff, Bobby. And I'm like, oh, that's not that's not about me. That's about Bobby. <laughs> oh! Bob Skinner, you're cool. You are that's cool. You're cool. Always cool, I'm gonna cool start, brother. I'm gonna change my Twitter name to Bob. <laughs> no but, first of all bobby thank you so much man and I, I hate that i miss you all the time so it was definitely an honor to see you to hear it, brother i appreciate you man thank you he was, he was avoiding, <laughs> you. He was avoiding you clearly justin yeah right, at you some mean? point at some point justin what's going on brother? how you been this microphone is pointless um i'm just <laughs> using it i'm just using it for it's effect a it's a prop. Um, I'm using my headphones. Um, hi, everyone. Um, are, you at the, are you at the office? Is that what I am? Mean? I'm still at the office. Um, here's, here's, why? Why are you working so late, man? What are you doing? Oh, we just finished the mailbag pod. We just finished the mailbag pod. Wow. So then you're going to be editing until... No, I, hey, I don't edit anymore, so... Uh, oh, he's a big timer now. That's why you big guys. You, got, you guys are big shots. You know, you guys are the big shots here. I'm, mo I'm moving... Uh, <laughs> I'm moving. I'm moving up in the world. Um, yes. yeah, hearing Spiro say "fuck you" the way that he did, I've never, <laughs> I've never heard him say that before. So it, it just, it just took me aback. He's, like, he's one of the nicest guys that I've ever met. So hearing that come out of his mouth, it, it like I yeah. did like a double. Don't take. be fooled. Don't be fooled. <laughs> right. See, you know, you know what? Let's let's that. get right into the nitty gritty here, man. Because Bobby. Justin, you guys are the analysts here. You guys break down every play here. We don't do any of that at Revival, so guys. we're happy to have you. You guys are the smart ones here. But the one thing that we saw in this game is that the offensive line actually did well with Justin Pubeck. Um, How many of, you know, the question is, I guess, for you guys, how much is that on Justin Pugh for being great? Or was that line actually working in cohesiveness, finally, that you guys saw breaking down a little bit of that film? I thought Pugh played all right outside of the two sacks that he gave up. Um, mm -hmm. And then Glowinski has not been as bad as he was week one since he came back. Um, and I just thought the ball, the ball came out quick this week. Like, I don't want to mm. sit here and say they had some great offensive line performance because I don't think they did. And Bredesen is a lot worse at center than guard. But they clearly had a game plan of getting the ball out quick. If you watch this, I'm going to make a video on uh, on the film review too. They ran like yes. the same concept like like ten times. Like that Dar that Darius Slayton slot fade, they ran that a bunch of times. Where they threw the stick on it, then they they didn't throw. It. They threw the hitch one time, but they ran that a bunch of times. So they saw they had a good game plan for the most part, and um, kind of got the ball out quick. Tyrod did a good job avoiding pressure when he needed to escaped. Um, so I thought it was like a team effect, but it was the offensive line was like it was the first three quarters of Seattle. Before the pick six is what I'll say, so, which was like playable. Yeah, I know Pew didn't have like a great PFF score overall, but I'm I'm curious to how his grade would have been first half versus second half because I mean he mm. had what seven snaps at guard before having to get moved over, right? And then and then you could tell they were just out of sync. He's not used to playing with these guys, especially not like neither quarterback would have been easy for him to just sync with immediately. So you saw him; he jumped a couple times, he let up a sack or two, and then second half, it's like all of a sudden. I don't remember calling his name all that much. So it seemed like he bounced back. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, I definitely think he settled down because yeah. it was the first uh -huh. one of the first plays of the game where he got beat at guard for like a run stop that the Bills had. And then, um, you know, early on at tackle, just, you know, not being able to get out of sense, kind of getting beat around the corner a little bit, a little bit of like a coverage sack too. But yeah, right. I, th I thought he settled down nice. And really just like the nice thing to see is despite like we'll, we'll see – 
if he gets like the football strength back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it was even just nice to see like good technical O line play of just gotcha. like, hey, you're you're in a you're in a decent spot, you're in a good spot here, you're getting out of your stance, your feet are fast. So it was even just good to see um, good O line play, and even like Hewin Glowinski passed off a stunt, mm-hmm. uh, which Bobby mm-hmm. pointed out in the O line report. Which you know, how often have we seen that this year? Like uh. a guard, a guard, and a, a tackle passing off a, a stunt yeah. to a guard and actually handling that so I far this it. year. So it's little little too. signs like that where Pugh needs to stay around. You know, regardless right. of who who comes back and who gets healthy, Pugh just needs to stay around for. You know he's one, he's the best option that the Giants have in like the O line at least right now. Would he be the best? Guys, oh, would yeah. he be the best left guard that Andrew Thomas has ever played next to? It's a good question, Bobby. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> um, we'd have to see him play better than Brennan to to gotcha. say, but gotcha. definitely would be the second best, right? Because it's been Will Hernandez, <laughs> but even Will Hernandez at left guard wasn't horrible at that time. He kind of is like who the player he is now. Um, you know, I'm just gonna say no instead of talk going through every single left guard. <laughs> One of my favorite tweets I've ever done was uh, you guys know, um, Kenny Powers, when yes. it's uh, yeah, when, yeah, uh yeah. Stevie's like and strong as an ox, and then um, what's his name, the uh, the actor, um, from the office, Get- hot tub time machine? Oh, uh. Oh, I know you're talking about. I can't get the name right now, but I know exactly. Who the fuck is this guy? He's like, who the fuck are you? It's like like Andrew Thomas beating his new left guard every single week. Every week. Dude, dude, it's it's incredible that Andrew Thomas has played so well with having no consistency next to him the whole time. And I want to ask you guys about Pew. Like, so what is it now? Like, is it because they have the practice squad, you know, um, availability to them that they're they're just gonna ride that out and hope for the best or is he are they playing hardball with him is he does he is it like yesterday's price is not today's price because of sunday night like what what do you think justin is the reason why we're going through this rigmarole and he's not in the 53 man right now well i i don't know if there's a huge and i'm saying like i i don't know we actually just yeah, talked we are. about yeah, right. we, we just talked about this on our on our like this exact conversation on our, on our mailback pod we just wrapped up and it's like I don't know if there's this huge rush to sign Pew because even after one game, mm-hmm. is there going to be another team that's just going to swoop in and be like, right. "All right, I'm going to offer you more than the veteran minimum uh, to come on our team," and you know you just got to New York and now you're going to go over here. So I don't know if that's like fully real life, but I mean, I I will say this: the Giants have you know two more elevations, mm-hmm. and they need. Like I already said like Pew needs to stay here. Like yes. it's just mm-hmm. there's not a if and or but about it unless Pew like does want to play hardball and be like well I want more than the vet minimum and it's like well if I want like a two million dollar deal three million dollar deal then I think the Giants say no to that but yeah you know uh, the the reality is that Justin Pugh is the best you know offensive lineman on this team right now um, maybe besides a healthy John Michael Schmitz and Ben Bredesen mm-hmm. at guard is is certainly better right now but he's the Best healthy like offensive lineman that we have on the team right now playing multiple positions, right? Need that versatility. It's absolutely, and I just don't see how. And he came in, and and this has been unspoken about, but like he came in and was a leader right off the bat, right? Like he's answering questions, like he's been here all year. Like, and I feel like this offensive line needed it, and he was finishing blocks. The toughness on him. There's just so many aspects that to that that Pew brought. I know he's not great, but like they, they brought that didn't. There wasn't in this locker room beforehand, so 
they almost are, are in a hard place. Like right now, they can't let him out the at the door. But if he plays hardball, it'll be interesting to see, man. I, I I don't I don't like what's going on right now. Let's just say that I want him I want him secured so I could have a little peace of mind for once on the offensive line. So let me ask you guys in that room, oh, right? Like they lost yes. the personality without Gates and Feliciano. Like those were the personalities in the line. Right. And then you have you losing Thomas, who's the awesome I, dude. I miss watching Andrew Thomas play. Like God. I didn't realize how much yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Loved watching him play until I got uh, had to stop watching him. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, but with what Justin said, it's so I don't see any team swooping in and giving Pew the contract mm. that he wants. Okay. I can't see Pew being like, "Hey, I'm not playing for the vet minimum. You either have to sign me or not." Once the practice squad elevations go away. And him having the balls to walk away from a vet minimum contract, so that's going to be really interesting when those elevations run out because you're going to have mm. a choice. Like someone's going to have to break. Right, right. Uh, totally agree. And, and NYG Mason says he knows why he's showing on a pack sweat. Shane told him, you know, don't worry, we're drafting Caleb in 24. Come back next year, and we'll uh, we'll have a spot for you. Uh, hey, Mason, I, I, you're you're thinking big brain theory here. I don't know about it, but hey, I like your style. I like where your head's at. Appreciate the the uh, the, the uh, super chat, my man. Appreciate appreciate you, you man. Appreciate <laughs> you. But let let me ask you this, man. I want you guys, and I want to get both of you. Um, and I'm gonna start with uh, Bobby here. What you know, the quarterback position, of course, is a huge major conversation. The fact that we had a veteran like Tyrod come in and take over. I just want you guys to give a grade of what how you think uh, Tyrod Taylor performed as a backup quarterback. And I'm gonna start with you, Bobby. All right, so are we doing on a backup quarterback scale? Oh uh, yeah, let's do that because we're yeah, not we're so not gonna throw you in the fire. Not gonna throw you in the fire yet. No, yeah. We're just like talking about just quarterback, like comparing them to the Allens and stuff. For right. a backup QB, I'll say like an A minus because there Ooh. is mistakes, right? Um, actually, you know what? B plus because the end of the half is so the end of the half is so mm. bad that I have I can't give an A to when you have Knock something that's that big mistake. Okay. Yep. Okay. But like he had some he had some misplays, but he didn't have any disaster plays. One okay. backup QBs do. He was able to push the ball downfield when it was called for. Um, and his mistakes weren't egregious mistakes. So I'm going to say B plus outside of that one mistake. It would A minus if he doesn't do the end of half thing. And then you can't give an A plus unless you have just like a perfect game where you make no mistakes. Right. So I'll say B plus because of that, that end of half. Oh, Justin. You know how teachers will do the annoying thing of giving a grade slash another grade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what a, so, what a pointless. Slash 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 so I'm going to give him a B slash C plus. Okay, okay, fair. Okay. Sure. I'm very harsh. I, I I worked in the school for a year. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> See, I'm I'm coming from the failure part of school, and Justin's coming from. The <laughs> 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 or I'm like, give the kid a fucking B. You gotta love. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The end yeah. of the half stinks. That stinks. I mean, That's it's game changer. It's it's thirty six inches twice that mm. the Giants had an opportunity to win the game. You know, thirty six inches at the end of the first half, and then thirty six yeah. inches at the end of, <laughs> at the end of the game. Where yeah. you know that's the difference between winning and losing, even just converting one of those opportunities, not even both. So, and we had three um, field goals, which means that should have been five scoring drives. Right. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they were 0 yeah. for 3 in goal-to-go situations. They were 0 for 5 in inside the red zone. So, I mean, inevitably, again, again, you know, hard, judging a 
you know, a, a backup quarterback a little a little harshly, but you got to convert at least one of those opportunities. Now, Daniel Jones and this offense, they they haven't converted those opportunities, but also they haven't even got down to the red zone a ton over the last few weeks. But the at the end of the half, it, it hurts, and that is the difference between winning and losing. So that's why I I'll give it B slash C plus. I want to have I'm a comparison. Add- I'm changing your. I'm adding a part to this segment, Eli. Sure, yeah, 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 absolutely, bro. What sure, would you sure, have? McCoy versus the Seahawks. Mm. Oh, probably like a C. He didn't like I would do C minus. Yeah, totally because like doing there it. was no mistakes. There was no good plays that he made in that game for the most. So he's right. not hell. No, he's so not not hell. Hell. Only points came of running. I it made me so mad back then. You guys, you got a backup QB conversation is some of the most heated I ever get. And people were giving. <laughs> and it might have even been you guys were giving Colt McCoy all this credit for the win. He didn't do shit it in that been, game. You're right. Twice You're right. Because Don't you put that on me, ball. Bobby Skinner? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's nothing I get angrier about than backup QB conversation because no one listens yeah. to the point. Well, um, you're gonna hate. You're gonna hate my next question, but I want to catch up uh, real quick. Um, this is an orange hey, one. Hey, Neil. Hey, that's Neil. I, we know Neil. Neil's a bastard. <laughs> shout out, Neil. Yeah. Shout out, Neil. Neil's a day one. Thanks for appreciate the shout you. Out. Appreciate you. He he just can't believe that these two powers combined here tonight on the internet for all of you. So thank you, Neil. <laughs> now that's that's definitely talking giants, man. Trust me, we're the underlings, guys. Relax, relax. He's talking giants is powerhouse here. All right, we gotta catch up on some supers. I just want to get caught up real quick. Thank you, Big Blue Sack. Oh, hey, Big Blue Sack Attack. Hey, Big Blue Sack. Appreciate the super. Uh, I'm going to ask the smart guys this question. Was Pew calling any protections? How pissed would you all be if he went to the Eagles? No, no, no. I got this question. No, he wasn't calling protections, but they communicate, so he's talking. Um, And if he went to the Eagles, yeah. Well, why would he go to the Eagles? The Eagles have a – Lane Johnson. We we just took one from them, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, if Lane Johnson – But I feel like they kind of would stick with Driscoll. By probably, the way, probably right. Jalen Hurts looked like a t- the whole offense. That's you don't realize how man. important tackles are. Mm. We know with Thomas out, without Lane Johnson, like when sometimes people just see, oh well, they missing Lane Johnson. Why I went and watched that game. Every bad thing was because of their right tackle getting blown up. Everything that happened bad in that game was from their right tackle. Jalen hmm, Hurts, curious. He's been blessed. He has been blessed. <laughs> now, guys, also Evan Neal's also been a hot topic of conversation, man. But I thought he played an okay game. I gave him a little bit of credit here because I didn't hear his name much. But I know Tyrod was getting rid of that ball a little quicker than usual. But how would you grade Evan Neal, man, just looking at his tape? Did he actually play a little bit better to what I think? Or am I wrong here? And I'm going to start with Justin. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for Neal is, like you said, just not calling his name. You know, because yeah. there are games where you're we're calling his name, calling his name. I still think he's he's top heavy. I still think yeah. uh, like for such a big guy, and he is a he's a strong human being. But man, it just seems like he gets tossed around and he and he's yeah. on the ground way more often than he should. Now, you know, there's that one run play that's kind of going viral where he starts at one level, then he moves up to the secondary level, moves up to the linebacker. That's fun. So you know, he has some fun stuff every once in a while. It's just. Um, I, I will say an improvement is not having your name called and not having <laughs> negative plays. Yeah. And really yeah. within the first, you know, five games of the season, it's been the Giants having, you know, every four or five plays an offensive line just having such a disaster play that it brings you back, sets you back, and it ends a drive. Evan Neal was not part of that uh, this past Sunday, uh, and that and that is a positive. Bobby. 
I'm keeping the standard of a seventh overall pick in year two, mm. and I'm saying D. Like I am. Ooh. So it hurts me so much that Evan Neal is is like this, mm. um, and I just don't have faith that he's going to be a good player. Right. Ooh. Like, I, am, I am. I'm at the point of like I wish we had a tackle where we could at least try him at guard before the season ends. Because if he's playing yeah. like this, you can't really go into year three with him as um as as your like your plan as your right tackle right like it's yeah. he's, he has not been a good offensive lineman at any point this season and even though there has been there has been improvements right i remember in camp being like there's improvements to his technique but i still not seeing like really good play and just that one more step right like physical stuff right where it's like he has physical ability but it's just not you don't see it show up consistently. So I'm considering, I'm, yeah, considering I'm very down. On that like I said on the O line report today, like unless there's big changes for worse or negative, I'm I'm taking a couple of weeks off of Evan Neal on the offensive line report. Ooh, I'm tired okay. of saying the same damn things. Mm. Yeah, well, you, you know what? Let me let me system. and let me ask one more thing, man. How how has it helped the offensive line and the quarterback to have that juggernaut of a, a running back back there, Saquon Barkley? Did, did he make a big difference coming back in that game? And do you feel that like he was the X factor of getting that offense finally moving in the right direction? At least we hope. It helped. This could be just the way the Bills play it, but you know how the Giants had like two untouched sacks, like the Nick Bosa yeah. one and the play action. Yeah. Teams just not respecting the run on the backside. They actually chased on the backside, so that helped. But the run game... You had the two big runs. Outside of that, the run game was like horrible. Um, yeah. And yeah. anytime they had a stack box, it was like essentially like at most was a one yard run. Um. So, yeah, I think he helped in in the play. He helped in the play action. Like yeah. Darren Waller twenty yard pass, it may not help and without Saquon Barkley. So obviously he helped. And then the big runs, like those, don't happen without him yeah. for all year. Yeah. Um. But like. Uh, well, he helped, but I don't think he helped. Like he don't. I don't think he changed the world. Either. Let, me, let me ask you this: <laughs> All right, cool. did, did Tyrod Taylor help Evan Neal more than Saquon Barkley? And that we have found a guy that didn't that stepped up in the pocket a couple times, moved around, eluded the rush, where a guy like Daniel Jones was just putting himself into sacks a lot of times, right? Like and holding the ball. How much did yeah. Tyrod help the offensive line? Yeah, but I think outside of the Seattle game. Jones hasn't really created a lot of okay. sacks. I think the, the Seattle game he did. The other games he didn't. He um, the Dolphins one. I know we all that one that went viral because Neil didn't block the right guy, or we or people mm-hmm. people like oh well Neil did block the right guy. Well, if Neil blocked the right guy, which I think he did, McKeithen and Bredesen totally fucked up to where yes. three guys for me in the QB yes. at once. It's third and eight. Like you shouldn't have to be throwing hot like that. Um, but even then. The ball should have came out, but still, like it wouldn't have been a first down, anyways. Um, so, but but yeah, Taylor Taylor helped Neil not have bad like numbers more than uh more than mm, Saquon. Saquon did. But, but I will but say Neil I, has improved. It's just not he's not improved to yeah. a good player too. Like yeah. he's not he's not bad like he was last year. He's just not a good player either, though. Yeah, and I and I will say about the Tyrod Taylor kind of avoiding pressure versus Daniel Jones. This is where I think Tyrod Taylor gets the benefit of a one game sample size. Mm. Believe it or not. Like we know how high like Daniel Jones's like career sack rate is from 2019 going all the way up to last year. You know he was sacked a ton. You know one of the most in the NFL. Ty- Tyrod Taylor's sack rate is somehow higher in his career than Daniel Jones. 
which you would never, which you would never think that. And that's why it was such a nice, it was such a nice surprise seeing the bills lead the league in sacks coming into last week and Tyrod Taylor do such a good job at avoiding pressure. But I think there are times where Tyrod Taylor does a good job at avoiding pressure and running around like that. But then I also think Tyrod Taylor can run into sacks. So if we are going to, if we are going to see Tyrod Taylor on a more consistent basis with more of a sample size, I think we're going to have some games where it's like, damn, well, Tyrod ran into more sacks. So that's at least my theory, because believe it or not, Taylor's sack rate is higher than like Jones's sack rate. Let me ask you this, guys, because Justin kind of brought it up. I am so eagerly awaiting the injury report or Brian Dale press conference tomorrow, because that's what's deciding whether I am in like, oh, DJ's actually really hurt or okay. It was a it was a one week maybe two week thing because he's already he's non contact in practice right so it's not like it's a right. left guard in the same so if he's a do not participate in we're in trouble while, I'm yeah, if he's limited yeah. even if he's limited and misses the if he misses the game this week but he was limited in practice all week I'm I'm feeling a little better but still worried if he's a but DNP the- tomorrow. I'm like, okay, we got to let's buck up. Taylor's probably the quarterback for a nice yeah. stretch here. This feels yeah, so like I totally last, agree. It feels like so much like the last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We forget how like, little information we had. Jones practiced yeah. the week of the injury last yes. time. Yes. The only reason we thought the season was over was because of the carpenter, right? We didn't. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, Remember that? Was, we were talking about was Jones going to play that week because he was practicing, yeah. and no, none of the reporters found out anything after like three weeks. Finally, the Giants put out a, a statement, and we're like, we're shutting him down. Wow, man. It's why it's you know so what? many red flags. So many red flags right now. I'm going to be honest with you, man, and, and you're right, Bobby. If we see a do not participate, I think we can kind of be worried what they, how that neck is. You know what I mean? Because right. he, he did say originally, hey, it felt like the original neck injury. It felt like that. You know what I mean? And the Giants, of course, put out something real quick. It was like, no, it's not quite like that. He said he feels better. But I'm telling you right now, yeah, if, there, if he doesn't – I don't. If he if this did not participate, I think he's done for the year. I, I hate to say that, uh, but Spee, Hef, what you got? Cheers, brother. Justin, hey, cheers. how how bad of an interview is Daniel Jones on Kay Adams? Oh show? my god! Oh, oh man, man. I watch it. I haven't watched it. I've seen just like a couple. It's clips. bad. We support bad, Kay man. Adams one hundred and ten percent. Shout yeah. out Kay Adams, by the way. Yeah. She's a friend of the shows, and uh, we do watch it. We do make sure y'all yeah, watch it too. She's right? not the problem. It's, it's like no, no. no. Yeah, the tweeted sarcastically, like I learned so much, <laughs> and I, I think she retweeted it. She or did. He, she did. He sent it. Because, but I did. Like, I'm glad she didn't realize I was being sarcastic. We didn't learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> but well, the, you know the what? thing that came out today, though, was 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 really it was concerning that the, the fact that what, what do you say today that like I'm trying to convince these guys that I I'm ready to play, but I still have pain. Like, dude, if you have neck pain, and this is your second time around. You're trying to yeah, you fight your way through into the lineup. That to me is just like red flag after red flag. He still has not like weird feelings going down. He's shooting down the side of his. Like it just all sounds bad, man. It all sounds bad. You know what? Let's let's do this, Speed, because of course we brought them on here. We're gonna play a little bit of a game. We're gonna put y'all into the fire. Speed, you came up with this, man. So I want you to ask this question to Bobby and Justin here. Let's have some fun, man. What you got? All right. Well, I, I don't I don't want to get too crazy with you guys, but I need to throw you a little bit a little bit of heat here. So I want one of you guys to, to fight. What so Bobby? I'm gonna ask you this. Fight. What does Tyrod do better than DJ? And why? And then, Justin, you're gonna get the other side. What does DJ do better than Tyrod? All right. So, wouldn't advantage Justin, Justin to get the question. Justin, start first. Start first. 
What does DJ do better than Tyrod? Are you flipping it? Go. What does DJ do better than Tyrod? <laughs> it shouldn't no, take this long. It Justin, it shouldn't take this long. No, I, <laughs> I think he's more. I, I think I think Daniel Jones is a more accurate quarterback than than Tyrod Taylor. Okay. I, I do. I, I think I think he's a smarter quarterback. I think he make. I think he makes better decisions. Um, I don't think. Arm, I don't right? think you have the one yard one yard line debacle that we mm. had. If if okay. this is if this is Daniel Jones under center, I don't think he. I don't think he checks out of that. And even you know, Bobby was even saying on the pod that maybe he, you know, maybe Tyra thought that there was like a timeout on the board that was not on the board and available for the did. Giants. You look at his reaction, like he's yeah, yeah, yeah. About it. So yeah. that's so that's what I'll say. Like for, first and foremost, like I I think Daniel Jones is an accurate quarterback, and that's not a shot to Tyra saying that he's inaccurate. Right. But I think Daniel Jones mm-hmm. isn't like we we haven't had a lot of issues with Daniel Jones like overthrowing receivers or throwing behind receivers, like that hasn't been like an issue with Daniel Jones. It's been some of the processing stuff, pushing the ball down the field, um, taking sacks at times, et cetera, et cetera. Fair, fair. Okay. Bobby, what, what does Tyrod do better than, than uh, our boy DJ? <laughs> when he does scramble, he's way more willing to throw the ball deep off the scrambles. Nice, um, nice true. Facts. Uh, you know, like, and both – DJ has become more quick to escape the pocket and even to Dex, you know, saw him escape some mm-hmm. clean pockets. But Tyrod's always kind of been quick to escape, which will lead to really good plays. And I thought he did very well, like creating nothing or creating something out of nothing plays. Um, but it also leads to sack. Like the, the second, the first pew sack down the goal line, DJ, or Tyrod should have just thrown the ball to Isaiah Hodgins. Mm-hmm. Um, so that. And I think Tyrod will do more manipulation with his shoulder, uh, shoulders and eyes than DJ. I think those are probably the two things that I would say, like comfortably, he does better than DJ. Uh, authentic, awesome. authentic thinks that uh, Tyrod gets the edge in a couple <laughs> things too. Sure. I haven't seen Tyrod's taste in women. Yes, we got we, we, authentic. We got to put a tweet out there. I want to hear, see what his taste in women are. Oh, <laughs> I know everyone says he's best. Tyrod went to one of those like weirdo like. Um, uh, fashion shows in Paris. Yeah, like in France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> him, and Ch- him and Chase Claypool were there. Where Daniel uh, Jones is the opposite, where he just uh, I mean, he dresses just like a like... substitute teacher. Yeah, he'll go. Yeah, to, he'll, yeah. he'll go to the Carolinas yeah, actually... have a beer. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor's like got like the fit is always a hundred percent. Where like even at the club, like being conscious, where Daniel Jones has like the big sweat spot in the middle right here. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a fact. Now, Bobby, I understand you're coming down for the Washington game. Are you guys doing anything special going on at the stadium tailgating? Like, Can you let the people know. Tailgating, and we got burrs. We're we're we're, we're, we're providing go. alcohol now. Cheers, the cheapest cheers. tailgate that you can find. Um, food, <laughs> drinks, good time. Get in the van. You know that man's gonna be one day. One day when talking giants is real big, you're gonna be like, man, I remember. I remember. I I got this is a picture of me in the van. Um, <laughs> he said so, real big. You guys are big already. Let's cut this out. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. We, we look up to you guys here. All right. And Justin, before you go, man, what's the number one cigar that you'll pick out no matter what? You want to strand an island? You get to take that cigar. What is it, my brother? Before we get you out of here, Arturo Fuentes, one hundred. I don't know what that's that ready to go. He had it ready to that's go. Just, you know what? I owe you, I owe you a cigar, man. I owe you a cigar. The next time I see you, brother, I got right you. Down, but I, love it. I definitely I got you. But Justin, we are due for a Red Bank meetup. It has been uh, a long do you time. Wanna, do, do, have we told this story? It's been a while since we've told the story where there was a stretch of time 
where I don't go to Red Bank super often, but I, I go to Red Bank. And there was a stretch of time where, like, two consecutive times I went to Red Bank, a couple months apart from each other. I just, in two Randomly. different places. <laughs> I two, saw, different bar, two different bars. Yeah. Two different bars. I just see, I just see El Jefe. Little, little did you know, he so has random. you tracked. Jefe has you tracked, and he. this was all fucking planned. No, I, I was finding random. him. I oh. was finding him. Yeah, he did. He did. He was tracking me. Yo, thank you. You guys are I the agree. best. Thank you. Go, thank go you, go guys. Go. And man, this yeah. is tough. Are you guys, guys going, going to the game this time? Time? No, we're, no. We're trying to go Jets game. Uh, we'll do the Jets, though, probably. Yeah, it's it's just not in the car. We're going to pay on the card. Mm-hmm. Don't the, you know what? I can't even post it on that. Yeah, yeah. I think we can do that. The tickets will be dirt cheap. I'm gonna be up there for that. So and all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta make like sure I see you. You guys were doing content in this period, and I'm a sucker of like talking giant. Like, like I try to remember all the memories. And guess what? There was two years full of memories of Joe, Joe Judge. <laughs> yeah, two years full of yeah. memories of Joe Judge. <laughs> I want to be able to say I was there on the return. You're right. Joe Judge, right? Let's do it. Right. I just want to be able to That's tell. That's a good one. I want to. Be, I want to be sixty years old. Like, yeah, I remember. Want to tell your kids? Back. So I'm. I'll be up there for the return of Nick Gates, talking Giants Ring of Honor member. Facts. And the Go. return of and the return of Joe Judge. I like your style. Appreciate. It. I like it. Hey, Bobby, thank you so much, Justin. Thank you so much, and guys, these are talking Giants. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you bless, both. bless. Yeah. Oh man! So it's always a pleasure seeing our, our, our brothers come up here, man. These yeah, guys, like, we see them. We, we see them in public, man. We it's like, come on, those are brothers, like long lost relatives, man. We 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 drink, we have high five. Like when I saw Bobby the first time, man, I was up to his waist, but I, I tried to give him a hug. You know, it was crazy. Shout out to freaking Bobby's huge brother on the stand. He's a great hugger, man. He's a great I hugger. brought this up while while Bobby was still here. He's still in the background. Actually, I see him listening. Yeah. Like, give, me, give me one second. I don't know if he did this. I don't know if he did it on purpose, but the first time I met Bobby was at it was probably Fan Fest. Oh, I thought you were gonna show ago. the Bob's pool service chat. I did I did I, You're fucked, bro. <laughs> um, you had another one too. But the first time I met Bobby, like we had talked plenty up to that point, and I assumed and I don't know if like he really knew who I was yet, but when I when I met him, he was like I was like, Bobby, what's up, man? It's Jeff. He was like, Oh, here's a sticker. Yeah, I was giving stickers to everyone. I've, I know who you were. Are you out of your fucking mind? Uh, and this is <laughs> Pool Service also genuinely hates. That was Justin the first Bennett. time meeting people, so my head was in like a flurry that day. <laughs> a few beers, and you, much, in like, fairness, you had a a ton of people coming up to you guys, and it's good to know that I was just another one of those uh, people. <laughs> so, so no, I, Dude, fuck you. I invited you to the game for a record tradition, and you didn't show up. I know. I got sick. I couldn't do it. Um, oh, and then, and then the last fan fest, me, Eli, and Spiro were out in the parking lot chatting up for like 45 minutes too. And Hell yeah. Facts. Chilling. You were chilling. We were chilling. And you wasn't there. Yeah, you wasn't well, there. Oh, he's well, shitting his brains out. So. He'll, lure, he'll lure me into the van <laughs> soon enough. I'll get back in that van. Don't worry. <laughs> I know it's let's see, look, let's make sure we get to this Patriots game for Bobby, man, because he doesn't come down much. So we gotta make sure we link up with him. Appreciate right, you, brother. Thank you. thank you, Bobby. I'll see you, brother. Thanks, buddy. And guys, man, of course, man, we gotta wrap this show up nice because, man, we got a freaking 
Crazy game coming in, and I'm kind of concerned, man. Washington's coming in, man, and Washington's looking really good despite what everybody thinks is going to happen, man. I think we can really, really do this. But, guys, this is one of the hottest shows, man. Holly (laughs) production. All this stuff here, authentic, man. You guys know who your authentic is, man. Stop hating. Stop hating. But we have the beard in the building yeah. from authentic and beard. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause, my brother. When we said who we're going to do a Washington review for, we immediately said the beard. I was like, get the beard. Get the beard. We need him on here. We need him on here. ASAP. So, brother, thank you so much. And thank you for spending your time with us, man. How's hey. everything, brother? I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Hey, shout out. Uh, Justin and Bobby got to come link up with us because, you know, the Giants uh, commanders. It's, I almost said it. I almost said it. The Giants <laughs> commanders. Authentic and I have been going to that game here in D.C., even though it's not in D.C., but we have been going to that game for, I want to say it's 13, 13 or 14 years straight. We've been Damn. going to that oh, to wow. that game. So we go to that game every single year. We tailgate. You can find us Green Lot E40. That's where we be at. Oh, so that, if you guys are down good. there, man, it, it, it's a blast. It's a good time. But it's a pleasure to be here with you guys. I love what y'all do. Let me tell y'all, you, t- one of my favorite moments through six weeks of this <laughs> NFL season is y'all reaction to when Authentic dropped that Daniel Jones? <laughs> Let me tell you, I nearly uh. lost it. I nearly lost it. Actually, matter of fact, I did lose it. I, I lost it. Wait, to this day, that is one of my greatest moments of of the season so far when it comes up. to content creation. The way y'all reacted to that was just absolutely hilarious. Yeah, but, uh, that, yeah. that was natural. You know what? And you know what? Something was, crazy. It was so they natural. gave us. A, Yo, my DMs were like, cr- like it's crazy every morning. But literally, I probably had like a good thirty clip in there. And it was like, "How dare you?" And I'm like, "What did I do?" Like, I, I just naturally reacted to a stat that is alarming. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, what is, dude? It was crazy. I got cursed out. It was nuts. But guess what? Authentic shout out to him, man. It was yeah. it was a true stat, and that really opened a lot of eyes, especially ours that day. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, that was that was natural. Yeah, that right. was that, so natural. That, that was a nice revival moment in history. Yeah. It may have been yeah. my favorite may have been Eli's, like as soon as I dropped it. Uh, because Authentic said it on your show, I guess right before. Yes. Yeah. And yes. I caught it and grabbed it. And then Sal was like, You gotta bring this up. And then Authentic joined the chat and he was like, he dropped it again. I was just like, Fuck, I just gotta do it. This is gonna blow the show up. <laughs> and then yeah, and yeah, he yeah. Like goes, Well, we're signing off for tonight. Thank you, everyone. Yes. I was so upset, man. I mean, I said I'm not gonna go into it because I don't feel like hammering from these guys. You <laughs> get what I'm saying? My DMs would be crazy tomorrow again. But listen, I honestly that's an alarming stat. I don't know, like the proof is in the pudding. Like, what do we do? Anyway, anyway, Ben, we have a freaking game coming up here. Washington versus the Giants. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm scared, man. How are you feeling about this matchup coming up, man, from from your point of view? So personally, I'd like for me, it's a weird situation because as a commanders fan, I'm watching who's going to be playing quarterback. Right. Mm, so like yeah. if I w- if you were going against anybody else except for the commanders, I would probably say I'd rather face Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor right now. Right. But we all know that Daniel Jones is a is a Washington killer. So yeah. it's like, damn, do I do I really want to see Dale Jones or do I want to see Tyron Taylor? <laughs> so so for me, it's like it's in a weird situation. I this this matchup is really interesting, obviously, you know, for, for so many different reasons. Now, going into the season, I had the Giants going nine and eight. 
I had the Commanders going 10-7. and seven. That's where I was with these two teams. I, I think that... These two teams have so many similarities, it's it's mind-blowing, you know? Right. But the yeah. biggest difference so far this year is obviously the quarterback play, you know, yeah. because yeah. our quarterback is outperforming whoever's playing quarterback for New York Giants yeah. by, by miles. And, I mean, I guess everybody is in the league at this point. But, That's I mean, Sam Howe is – yeah, Sam Howell is a is a is you know he's flirting top ten quarterback statistically right now. You know he's wow. he's got fifteen hundred passing yards, which is ninth in in the NFL. He's ninth in touchdown passes. He's tenth in completion percentage. You know he's got nine touchdowns through the air, one rushing touchdown. The biggest downfall is obviously the sacks. And and, and as Giants fans, mm. you all know a, a, a lot about Very that familiar. as well. Yeah. You know, we, Thank you. Thank you the again. Washington yeah. Commanders and the New York Giants are one and two in sacks allowed in the National Football League. I think yeah. the number is, what is it, 35 and 34? 34 for Washington, 33 for the Giants. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. But I will tell you, I will tell you that, you know, I, I was high on the Giants to a certain extent going into the season, obviously at nine and eight, because I'm not necessarily one of these people who thinks that Daniel Jones is a horrible quarterback at all. You know, I, I think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. You know, I think authentic usually likes to use the the exact phrase a slightly above average. Yeah. You know, so it, it, yeah. it's and I think I'm a huge Saquon Barkley guy. I, I absolutely mm. love Saquon Barkley. I, for those of you that don't know, you know, we coined the phrase before the, the masses adopted it, the RTDB, run the damn ball, you know, yeah, because yeah. that's that's mm -hmm. what I that's what I love. Like, I'm, I'm a trenches dude. You know, I love to run the football. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I love to see a good 50 to 40 game. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But, like, mm -hmm. to me – Everything in a successful team. Now, you don't have to have the number one running back, the number one running attack in the league. But to me, all the best teams utilize the run game to their advantage yeah. one way or another. Okay? Because the run game can mask so many deficiencies in your team overall. The best the best uh, uh, medicine for a bad defense is a running game. Oh, yeah. you, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so all of these things sort of help. But, you know, the Giants, I thought... Darren Waller, to me, I, going into the season, I thought was one of, if not the best acquisitions in the offseason in the entire National Football League. Outside yeah. of Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, Eric Bieniemy coming to the Commanders, I thought Darren Waller was right up there as one of the, the most important offseason moves in the entire National Football League. So for me, I look at Darren Waller, that matchup scares the hell out of me because Washington is so, so vulnerable in the middle of the field. Mm. And I feel like okay. Darren Waller is, is, I mean, you saw Kyle Pitts, who I love. You know, I played tight end, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit biased You're towards partial. the tight yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, like, you saw Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, to me, is still, I feel like we're waiting for that that level, right? And yes. obviously, he's had a lot of injuries. You know, he's dealt with a lot of inconsistencies in Atlanta overall. But when he came into the, that Washington game, it looked like Kyle Pitts at Florida. <laughs> and and so, yep. like, I'm thinking in my mind, like, Darren Waller really scares me. Also, the way that that the Giants played defensively last week mm. is what I thought that that team would be capable of playing consistently throughout the season. You know, so like it, it been, and that's how I looked at Washington's defense. I mean, these teams are so so alike; it's crazy. Both yeah. teams bottom ten in the National Football League in rushing yards allowed. 
Okay, the New York Giants allow 147.5 yards per game on the ground. That's the second most in the National Football League, only behind, I believe, um, the uh, the Denver Broncos, who are aver- uh, oh. allowing like 180 oh. yards well, on the ground. Well, hey, listen, I see Sal, I see Sal in in the chat yeah, talking about my Dallas prediction. I did have this? Dallas going eight and nine. I'm not gonna lie, I had Dallas oh. going eight and nine. Now I had them at three and three at this at this point, but they Almost ended up happening. They almost, almost they pulled away with that win yesterday, you know. So I, I, a lot of Dallas fans, for those of you that don't know, it's hard for me to give flowers to Dallas as a Washington <laughs> Commanders fan. I do do my best, Fair. you know. But so you guys will have to wait till Thursday to hear more about Dallas. But both teams are also bottom five <laughs> in points allowed in, in the National Football League, yeah. okay? Yeah. Washington gives up the third most points, 29.3 points it. per game. But Yo, look nice. at this. The Giants, though, the Giants can't score. They're dead yeah. last in the National yeah. Football League. They're uh, averaging eleven point eight points per game. Like that's like a a a, a two point conversion, a touchdown, and a field goal. Uh, it, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. But like both teams, bottom fifteen in third down defense. Both teams, bottom fifteen in rushing offense. You know, both teams. We talked about the sacks already. The most sacks allowed. So there's a lot of similarities in this game. I think you know defensively. I hate to say it, like, most of the time you're like, all right, yeah, you know, whoever does, you know, wins the turnover battle will win this game, okay? Both these yeah. teams are, are, are you know, pretty equal in turnover differential. Washington, I think, is minus two, and the Giants are minus three in turnover differential. But, like, in this game, I hate to say it, it's like, Whoever allows the most sacks is probably going to lose this game, right? <laughs> and listen, uh, to be all honest with you guys, I, I think you guys are probably going to break the touchdown streak. Ooh, I mean, finally? all types of touchdown so? streaks in it, this game, like I'd 200, imagine. 210 minutes, 215 yeah, minutes. Yeah, so I think you guys will definitely score a touchdown probably in the first half. It, I think that's going to be very important for you guys, actually. Starting the game out fast because yeah. that's Washington's – one of their biggest downfalls is they cannot come out the gates. Defensively, offensively, they look really bad starting off the games. Mm-hmm. You know, we came out last week, we scored three, but we also allowed Atlanta to march down the field and score seven. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's – if you're the Giants, you want to take advantage of every opportunity you have early in the game, sure. because Washington performs, you know, uh, historically we're not since, good at. We're not since good Rivera, at <laughs> second half is better, you know. So, yeah. so that's where I'm at, like right now, like grand scheme of things for this game. But I, I do think anytime these two teams get together, I feel like it's usually a, a good game, especially over, mm-hmm. you know, the last couple of years. Authentic and I have been at a few of these games, obviously here in Washington, and. You know, up, up, up in New York, you had the the COVID game. Was it when Ron Rivera decided to go for two? Yes. I, I mean, we were doing that game live, and I lost my shit. <laughs> I went bananas because I'm also one of these guys that's like, I, I just the the damn analytics. Like you know, sometimes it's just like I understand it. It's such, it's and good. I'm a numbers yeah. guy. Yeah. I'm a numbers guy. Yeah. Like you could give me, you I mean, you just heard me spew off a whole lot of numbers. But when it comes to football like that, mm. just kick the damn field goal, okay? Like right. last night, the Chargers were killing Chargers. me. Staley's an idiot. I can't take it this it, guy anymore. It drives Going me bananas. Down. I can't do it. So yeah, it's it's gonna be a fun game no matter what for sure. But yeah. I, I just. I think that I feel bad for Giants fans to a certain extent, but then it's just like, you know, like, don't talk to me about quarterbacks. 
Okay, like I'm sure everybody yeah, yeah. has seen the picture yeah. where it's like a damn hallway in a frat house, and it's all the damn quarterbacks lined up their Redskin commanders and Washington football team jerseys on the floor. I mean, for dude, we had Mark Sanchez play quarterback for the Washington commanders at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear anything. It's ugly. Okay, hey, let's say this. Yeah, go ahead, guys. Yeah, like I was gonna say. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. Go. Go. I, oh, I was gonna say. Listen, if, if the Giants, here's the here's the thing. If the Giants don't win this game, they, they, you go. You drop the one and six. It's, it starts to get to a point like I don't know where the the, the wins are gonna come. You know, it, it's at home against Washington. You know, it, so it's it's like I know, and I know that the, the people are are all on on the on the tank. Like let let's go tank for the, the quarterback. But like, there's gotta be some personal pride in the Giants locker room at some point. You gotta you gotta pick up a win. So it's like. And then we have had Washington's number. So, like, it is if this game isn't it, I don't know when it is. And you guys, you know, I was so happy you guys got that win against Atlanta. So, it, like, took the need, the, the, the urgent need for you guys to come in and get that. You're 3-3 three and three now. It's it's a little – it took a little heat off. So, I was like, all right, maybe this will be the game. And if not, it's going to be I, – I don't see us winning more than four games, i got to be honest with you. It starts to get really ugly after after that. So well, that's, that's we I'm need this game. game just as much as you guys do. Like, Facts. listen, Facts. if there's another thing that we have in common, is both our fan bases are are absolutely lunatics. You know, like there's no <laughs> there's no way around it. You know what I'm saying? Like I love. Yeah, yeah. That's why I I can talk Giants football. I do I do it all the time. Obviously. I heard you're a sneaky closet Giants fan. So there listen, there is there is a shirt. I'm I'm still debating on if I want to bet that wearing that shirt after this game or after the the if, home game you know if so. the giants win maybe if the giants win challenge you might have to wear this <laughs> you shirt. might have to do <laughs> something exactly <laughs> it's on the table right now for sure okay. it's okay. on the table for sure but i i just i think that both if commanders lose to the giants then it's going to be an epic like <laughs> disaster here because you know, people are already there's there's going to be crazy people in in the fan bases, right? The fan is short for fanatic. We uh, it's Fair. some of us who are logical, you know, thinkers and logical uh, uh, enjoyers of the sport. Uh, you know, we under we forget that there are people out there that are like fire Eric B enemy. I'm like, dude, like it's we're <laughs> just came, just came in. Like, we like, Sam, how is isn't it? Like, and they're like photoshopping Caleb Williams into their Twitter avatars. And like, yeah, you guys understand it. that, you know? And, and so yeah. it, it's just, I, I think that this is as big of a game. I would even go out on a limb big. and say, this is a bigger game for the commanders than it is for the giants because you guys are one in well, five. Well, you're a lot, yeah, you're more yeah, alive yeah. than we are. Yes. And I think, yeah. I don't know if who plays quarterback for the giants moves the needle as much as is the giants, the Buffalo game. Is that the defense that the giants are now? Right, cause that, right. cause that mm -hmm. matters. And that's going to be a, a huge difference. Cause or are we the defense that got rolled over by a few other teams? So it yeah. they seem to play a lot harder when Tyrod was at quarterback for some reason. And then uh, Daniel Jones has had a good history against Washington. I know you were torn on it. Have you landed on which quarterback you'd rather see out there? <laughs> if you had to pick, I think you get to pick. You get to pick. You get. I have to go. I have to go. Daniel Jones. I'd rather see Daniel Jones than Tyrod Taylor that's, because that says a lot, doesn't it? Because a of the pure like. 
Listen, Daniel Jones, when he's running, like, straight line, like, you know what I'm saying? He's good, right? Like, he's like a good guy to run from, like, the fat cop, right? But Tyrod Taylor (laughs) is a guy to run away from, like, two cops. Like, Tyrod Taylor's the type of guy, like, if he jumped on the field in a baseball game in the middle of the game, he might be able to get to the other side of the stadium, out to the runway, and into the parking lot without getting caught. Daniel Jones is not going to be able to do that. DJ and, is the guy that has to outrun the mascot along the fence. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and beat him in a race. He can do that, but he's, he's not going to juke you. So I just think okay. that it, it, right now, it, it, the thing uh-huh. is, is that, like like I said, I'm not a Daniel Jones, like, disbeliever or a hater mm. and thinks that he's, like, garbage. And Like, I'd never use words like that. Trash, sucks, garbage. That's not, like my way of talking about players or teams in Mm -hmm. sport because like i understand like i think some people forget how damn hard it is to win a super bowl like how hard it is to get an elite quarterback there's only one patrick mahomes but everybody thinks that oh we we need a patrick mahomes yeah you and everybody else in the damn league exactly Exactly. so it's like i just for me i i just feel like daniel jones doesn't scare me against our flaws of our defense as much as Tyrod Taylor does. Mm. I feel like Tyrod Taylor would be better fit to exploit the holes in Washington defense than Daniel Jones would right now, current 2023 Daniel Jones. You you know, so for me, that's the big difference. And it also, it just depends on the offensive line. I mean, obviously the big difference between our, the sack totals between Washington and New York is, more than half of the sacks, I, I, that's a little bit harsh. I will say half of the sacks that Washington has given up, you could accredit to Sam Howell, mm, okay? Yeah. Whereas that. with Daniel Jones, there is a lot. There are, I'd say a quarter of the quarter. sacks that yes. the, the Giants have <laughs> allowed are on Daniel Jones. And, and yeah. that's the big difference between Tyrod Taylor and Daniel Jones is Ty, Tyrod Taylor, he just – Somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter say, like trying to downplay Tyrod Taylor's pocket presence, and I'm like, no, it's no. incredible to me because Daniel Jones it gets, I mean, he gets probably obliterated multiple times in that Buffalo game. So yeah. it, it's just, I feel like, I feel like that you know, Daniel Jones right now is just not the Daniel Jones that has sure. killed Washington. Over the last couple of years, I agree. And and before we get you out of here, I want to get your your bias and your unbiased prediction of this Giants and Washington game. Uh, before we get you out of here, let's get both sides of it. Okay, uh, so what you got prediction wise? Biased, I got Washington winning. Unbiased, I got Washington winning. No, I just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I That's just, it. There you go. There you is, go. This is this is a tough game, and like. I'm so glad for both. You know what? They should have made this a prime time game. As bad as both oh, of these God, franchises have been now, now on prime time, prime time, they should have put this one on prime time because then yeah. one of us would have at least come out on top, right? <laughs> Actually, we probably would have ended in a damn tie, tie, tie knowing how both of our franchises are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I do think it's, this is such a hard game to predict it, it, yeah. because it is. this is the game that could be like a Buffalo Giants sort of situation. And this is a game that could be like, uh, uh, you know, Chicago Bears, Washington sort of outcome. Oh, 
You, you know, like, that's the thing that really scares me. Just the inconsistencies of Washington. Like, I don't know who's going to show up. Yeah, but we don't Washington do that. Team. We, don't, we don't do that yeah. to anybody. So I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about the Giants. <laughs> but, uh, listen, that's what they said about the Chicago the Bears, Bears too. And they, <laughs> and they put up yeah. 40 points yeah. on us. So I, I, I think I'm going to go Washington Commanders 20 to 13. That okay. Sounds, cool. That's that where I'm gonna go. Right? I do think you guys, like I said, I do think you guys get your first quarter, uh, first touchdown. Um, it, it's really just gonna come down to you know how quick you guys can take advantage of of Washington's you know defensive woes. If you can mm. score on that first possession, you're gonna make it a game. But if you guys go three and out and you let Washington march down the field and score seven, it could be a long day for the New York Football Giants. I agree. And guys, that is the beard from Authentic and the beard. And we do appreciate your time, man. Make sure you guys go and follow him. Please put that handle there in the link and we'll make sure we get some followers there. And uh, we thank you for your time, brother. We'll see you on the next one for sure. Big shout out to you guys. I love what you guys do. Like I said, you you guys guys. are are super, you know, organic. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I I I really appreciate y'all reaching out to me, man. And anytime y'all need y'all need a little Washington insight. Yo. I know I'm a Twitter call away, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so I got big you, shout brother. out to you three gentlemen. Y'all keep doing the damn thing. I appreciate it. Y'all have a blessed one. All right. You too, have a buddy. blessed one, brother. Appreciate you, man. All Thank right, you, guys. Man. You know what? You know what I love about the beard, guys? That he when he goes, he all the questions that we have, he answers it. Yeah, like I, it's I, just I dope. Even, yeah, exactly. you can, he was he, he hit it was every Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like sit back and enjoy the content, and that's what you get from authentic in the beard. You get that, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, shout out to to, to the beard, man. It was some great, great points that he yeah. had there. Great show, but guys, this is the part where we wrap things up real quick, real quick. Oh, we got some supers I in want, there. We got I some want, supers. I want your predictions oh. for this game. Oh, oh man. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta. You know what, man? I, I I honestly think the Giants will win this one, and I think they'll win by a touchdown. I'm just not sure what the score will look like, but I think okay. they'll win by a touchdown. Okay. It'll be a nasty yeah, I, game, though. It'll be a nasty game. It's always a drag about like ugly game. I think both defense will. The defense is going to look good. I'm going to say twenty to fourteen, twenty seventeen, okay. twenty seventeen. Last uh, a, a late field goal for the Giants at home. It's going to be ugly, like you said, E. And we're going to squeak one out because we need to. That's it. If you have any yeah. personal pride, you need to win this game. So. Um, as far as the like point total speed, I'm on the same exact page. Like no matter yes. who wins this game, I think it's a 21, 17, 20, right. 17 kind of game. It always right. seems to be with these two teams. I'll take, I'll take the giants 21, 17. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think we could do it, but hey. guys, we want to thank you. Yes, you, the revivalist man, for getting in this chat, supporting us, man, and, and sending some supers as well. So we do appreciate mm. you guys. We want to thank stuff, Talking man. Giants, Justin Pennick, Bobby Skinner for stopping by. We want to thank the beard from Authentic and the beard, giving us some Washington review. And, and of course, guys, we want to say thank you. I don't know. I'm just trying to get just the hell out of here. Just thank you. You can see I'm at that. We really love guys. you guys. On we behalf really of you. my brothers, Mr. Glass Half Full, because I didn't even do this at the beginning. I'm Mr. Glass Half Full, and that's Spee if you nasty now. <laughs> and my brother El Jefe, aka White Jersey, aka Blue Jersey, aka Damn It Daniel. And we'll see y'all in the next one. It's your boy Eli Rex, aka Vibes. Y'all be well. Peace and blessings. Cop some merch, man. Cop some merch. Eli Rex, El Jefe, Mr. Glass Half Full, the revival.